This is Brett Barish, CEO of Sovereign Brands, and you're listening to Self Made. Hi, beautiful. Hi. What do you think of that space? Are you having fun there? It's beautiful. Yes, it's mad fun. I love it. Uh, sorry? It says beautiful. I, first time in that new space, right? First time, first time. They giving you, making you feel at home. Yeah, I got me a drink. Cheers. Okay. What you, you drink? What are you drinking? Beyond. There you go. So am I. Cheers. Let's toast. Let's toast. Let's okay. toast. Cheers. So, Kitty, I get to do this interview series. I started it a whole bunch of years ago, before podcasts. And my only goal was to talk to people that have made it. Okay. So I can hear, I, I can hear, I know you've made it. I knew when I talked to Post Malone, he made it. When I talked to Rick Ross, he made it. When I talked to Wiz Khalifa and Khaled and Nipsey and everybody, they made it. Mm. But what, what I like is hearing the crap that they went through, because that's the motivating side. Yeah. That's, and I call that the self-made side. So I'm going to ask mm -hmm. you the same question I've asked hundreds of people like you. What does self-made mean to you? Um, just going out and getting it on your own. No one's help and knocking down doors for yourself and not stopping until you make it. Did, did people, it, when you were doing this and starting, whatever you were doing, do you feel that it was, it, let me put it this way. From an outsider, it's a lot harder than people expect, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. What would they be surprised by? What would your fans be surprised by? Uh, the sleepless nights, um, juggling motherhood with being an artist, um, getting people to see me in one light versus only thinking that I'm one way. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, the glitz and the glam is not everything that you think it is and it's like just like everybody else I have to work as hard as any other person when, when shit's bad how do you get through the day sometimes I just really have to like tell myself that there is a greater purpose behind all this you know so like my I have to motivate myself for the outcome of everything do, do it Anybody you turn to? Definitely I pray a lot. Um, I think like my close friends, I get to vent a lot and definitely like my family. Do, do, um, when, when, when you were a little girl, what'd you want to be? When I was a little girl, uh, I always just dreamed about being like, I don't know. I'm going to sound crazy, but I'm going to say a Barbie. But I would say in my real life now, it's just like kind of just being like in in this life that I'm in now. And I feel like it kind of went hand in hand. Because even like my mom has like pictures when I used to draw when I was like six, seven. And I would always dream like living in a mansion. I mean, I would draw like living in a mansion, having like a nice car, but I was a child. And she always told me like this was like something I always wanted to do, so. Where, where, 
where did you see that? Like, who, who are you emulating as a little kid when you see mansion and you see nice car when you see dressed up? I would say definitely from like the lifestyle that my parents lived. Like, no, we weren't in it, but they were surrounded by it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because my parents worked in the industry a lot, so I would see a lot of like celebrities and this and that, and I would just be like, "Ugh, one day I want to be this." Like every day, so I'm here now. So. When, when I think about you, when I think about your parents, and I look at your dad as an example, I, I grew up in the liquor industry. Okay. I grew up in, I never worked in it, but I grew up in it. And if I asked my dad, you know, and I said, I want to go into this space, he'd say, don't do it. There's got to be something easier for you. You got to go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. and, and like it or not, I love what he did. I saw it every day. I felt it every day. Mm -hmm. I, I I saw passion in his eyes. Can you relate to that? Absolutely. And I definitely think my parents were the same. Like, they always used to be like, no, you need to just go to school and go that route. And, you know, which is cool, too. But I looked at it like, no, this is what I want. Like, out of all my siblings, this is what I want. I want the same lifestyle. But I want this ingrained scene. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, I looked at that, and it was like, But watching them, like, be around artists, watching, like, seeing, like, Nicki Minaj and all that stuff, like, I used to be like, no, this is what I aspire to be. Did, 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 when you told them this, what did they say? At first, my dad was like, you want to do what now? You want to rap? And I was like, yeah, I do. Like, I want to rap. Um, and at first, they were like, okay, let's see. I want to see. And then I was like, I, I made, I went to the studio, and I made this record. And they were like, um, you should go back to the studio, but I like your voice. And I was like, okay, I could take that. I could take that. And it wasn't until like, I really just started dropping music on my own that made my parents be like, okay, no, she's serious. You know? Was there a song that made them realize? Was there something that made them realize? Yeah, it was like the delivery that I had on all my tracks. And even if the song wasn't a hit or, you know, the best of the best, it was still the confidence behind my music. Are you a different person when you sing versus now? Yeah, I am. Which one do you I'm like? More, I'm, I'm more comfortable, I'm more relaxed, and I'm not afraid to go outside the box. Like before, before I would only want to rap about one thing or like talk about one thing. Now it's like, no, I can open up more. Now I can talk about relationships, like my song, Boy and Mine, or like, the new song I'm about to drop, and it's like, now I can express myself. Now I can be more comfortable. I'm more relaxed. So it's definitely a different person. Who do you like better? Kitty now. <laughs> um, what, was there a, uh, were you out to prove your, for your parents, or were you out to prove for yourself? Me. Why? Why? Uh... I don't know. Like, I feel like I've always been the, I don't know. I feel like for myself, I've always been like an underdog for me, right? Like just in any circumstance that I'm in, whether it's from my old nightlife and I used to be the bartender that people paid attention to, but didn't really pay attention to. Now I feel like as an artist, I'm going through the same thing. So it's like the, the, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Every day when I wake up, I can tell myself this is hard, but then I also tell myself I'm not stopping until motherfuckers take me serious. 
You know what I'm saying? So it's that right there that I'm challenging myself. Like, I, and I was going to say, I feel like you're constantly challenging yourself because you're picking different lanes, yeah. meaning whether, whether it's social, whether it's influencer, whether it's love and hip hop and now music, yeah. it's, it, to me, that kind of sucks because you're constantly starting over, if you know what I mean. I mean, no, I feel like I just, it's my Capricornism. I feel like I can do it all, honestly. Like, Where does that come from? I don't know. I would say maybe like my mom and my dad, for sure. But it's just how I am. I've always been like this. I've always, always been like this. So what, what motivates, if I ask myself, or people have asked me what motivates me, it's all the people that have said, it, and it's always happened, all my brands, every single one, Ace of Spades, Doucet, Bel Air, Bamboo, all the own, everyone, Kitty, they all said they're not going to work. Someone said it's not going to happen. It's not going to work. It's, and and it just, I just want to crush them. I want to crush them. Like that's, I, I hate to say it. And it's weird because I wish it would, part of me wishes it would go away, but it won't go away where that's my motivation. It's no longer, it's not about money. It's not about success. It's just proving that it works, that yeah. I can do this. Yeah. No, that's exactly how I feel. Yeah. Where do you think? that I think for me it comes from constantly being told all the time you can't do it you can't do it where's it coming for you I, I think it's the same really like I, I came from bartending to tv to being an artist so it's the same oh well you just like you said you want to hop in any lane oh well she's only doing this for clout or a bag or just to look cool but it's like well i've been doing this for five years now i would have been said okay well i'm already here i can just step away i never look at it like that and that's where my own challenge my own confidence comes from you know what i'm saying so it's not a joke to me this is real did was music because music's come last per se based on what you just described do you think you could have done music first or you needed to do the other things first? I don't regret anything because I feel like everything led me up to this moment and it's still going. But honestly, if I if I could go back and tell myself, I would have just started out with music, period. Really? 100%. 100%. Um, what's the next lane you do? maybe like acting or something definitely want to get into that because i've done a few and i have fun when i do it but right now i'm just really focused on my music really and truly and just dropping so you you meant i have to ask this you mentioned this have you seen the movie barbie mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i read something you talked about yourself and i kept thinking i wonder how she reacted when she saw barbie like did, did did you feel like I went with my wife and she walked out like impassioned. She loved it. She absolutely loved the scene where America Ferrer, you know, does that one scene. Did you feel the same thing that, and I imagine this because you, you say I'm in a world of, uh, in a man's world and I need to prove myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's like seeing that is like, I felt like I was a little girl again. 
Like, I swear. It was, it, like, woke everything up for me. And I called my friends, and I'm like, we need to go see the Barbie movie. Like, and I felt weird saying it, but at the same time, it's like, that's still in me. That's still the girly side of me. That's still, you know, everything that I'm about, so. Um, you're, if you, you, you have a son, right? Yes, I do. He's right here. And he says, I want to go into the business, mom. What are you going to say? Absolutely. But I would teach him certain things, certain things to stay away from certain people, certain stuff, but he's already kind of in it. Like it's, it's crazy because like even him, I swear to you, even him right here today, um, I had to do like a, uh, like a drop for my new song and I had to do it over and over and over. And he was like, no, Ma, you gotta have more confidence. You gotta, you gotta say like, so he's just already, it's embedded. It's in him already. So, yeah. Um, any specific, no, he's right there with you. I want to ask any specific advice you'd give him. If you say, I need, mom, I need one, one, one piece of advice. I want to be in the music business. One piece. What is one piece of advice I would give him? Um, that I would definitely tell him that, you know, it's definitely not easy and it's not given and you have to work hard for whatever it is that you want. But, you know, I feel like anything that any person like literally puts their passion, mind, and like if you literally just stick to what you love, it's going to work for you. Like no matter what it is. <laughs> And I learned, I'm going to use me as an example for this, Kitty. I learned this. There was one point when when I had investors in my company. They wanted to wind up the company. I remember calling my mother and telling her what was going on. She offered to sell all her rings for me. Uh -huh. uh, she wanted to, to put more money back in the business. And I said, no, don't worry. I'll figure it out. But I remember telling her at that moment, how much I love what I was doing and it wasn't about money. And if I could just live, I'm happy. Have you had that moment? Maybe, a little bit. But how, how, so how do, you, how do you know you love it? You know what I mean? How do you know you just love what you're doing? Because I talk about this all the time. Like the music industry and being an artist is not easy like I think people think like okay as soon as I make it as soon as I have some followers I'm gonna go rap or I'm gonna go do this I'm gonna do that but first of all I'm not with a major label right now everything I do I pay for my own shit I wake up and I have to juggle being a mom I have to literally Sit there and say no i don't want to go buy that chanel bag tomorrow which i would re really love to but i have to invest into my music video to save amount of money so i'd rather spend ten thousand into this than to go on the gram and say hey you guys i just bought a new birkin so it's like yeah i get those gifts but at the same time I'm talking, this is really my passion because i know in the end this is going to work for me and my family and i know that my talent and my voice is has to be heard and that's just point point blank period i love it um Oh, I was going to ask you. A song like, uh, your, is it an upcoming single, Boy Oh Boy? Yes. I'm dropping it August 18th. Okay, congrats. So where, how do you find inspiration? Use that as an example. Okay. okay. So I would say uh, 
Boy Oh Boy and Boy Ain't Mine is kind of in the same, I recorded the, those songs in the same time frame, uh, going through a breakup with my ex. And just, I wouldn't even say that that song is about anybody particularly, Boy Ain't Mine was, but it's just about being a woman, being played with, um, guys just always being men. And um, I kind of just expressed it in the song. And Boy and Mom was more a little bit sentimental, but still, you know, cool vibes. But this one is just more like, you know what? I ain't, I, I ain't messing with that that boy. So it's like, I remixed Dipset, and I just, I kind of spoke about how I felt, and I made the record. How do you, how do you decide this is the single I want to put out? How does that happen? Uh, a lot of times is what my heart feels. Mm. But then, it, you know, go through that with my team and send it there. And we have to figure out what the logistics are with a lot of stuff. Sometimes people don't understand that, you know, dropping records is not just about just, hey, I just recorded this and tomorrow I'm going to drop it. It's also producers and samples and this and that. So it's like sometimes I go with what the flow is. But most of the time it's like whatever here tells me that then I want. If the team all if the team all says don't do it and you're like no I got to do this I love this song what are you gonna do? Uh, I don't know I don't know because it's 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 nine times out of ten I I force it I'm not gonna lie I force it I do because you you need to you need to scratch it you need to get it out you need to make it out to be heard I need people to hear how I felt in this moment and I need the song to be out yeah. You're, you got almost 4 million followers on Instagram. What do you think they all have in common with you? Uh, I feel like I have a diversity of followers. I feel like I got followers from way back when. I got followers from Love and Hip Hop. I got followers from my music. And I feel like um, I live an interesting life. And I feel like no matter what my journey is and how you follow me or whoever followed me from wherever, at one point in time, I still live an interesting life. So it's like, people want to see it. They want to see what Kitty's doing here and what Kitty's doing tomorrow. Who she's dating? Is she dropping a song? Is she not dropping a song? So I feel like- They're living with you. They just want to see. They want to see. They want experience. Yeah. Um, um, do you like collabs? Do you like collabing with other artists? I do. Why? I feel like because one fan base can be brought to another fan base. So if someone listens to whole different genre of music. Now I do a song with that person. Now those people are paying attention to me. My people are paying attention to them. And I feel like that's just a way, a great way to interact with a lot of different diversity. Would you, I, I, I'm a big fan of learning. Did, did French teach you anything? Did you learn anything from French? I learned so much from French, yes. Like that is like my mentor, brother, friend, like. What was what what was one thing that that he made you that made he made you better at? Um, I would just say like you know even like the the um, the deal that I signed at the time like it was just like everything that was brought on I feel like French definitely helped me directed me towards a good like you know you need this you need to work with this team and definitely I feel like he helped um, kind of elevate my situation at the time. What did he learn from you? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, you know what it is? I'm more fun and I'm like, I go with the flow. So I don't know, maybe 
just living life living life no but that's something letting go right definitely um who's been and i'm a big fan of this but who's can you give me three people that you'd shout out that have been with you from day one? Oh, yes. Uh, I would say my mom. I would say my manager, uh, rhetoric, or people call him Doe. Third person. Ooh, third person is kind of flaky. I don't know. Um, third person. I mean... You know what? I'm sorry, not to say flaky. I would say my yeah. dad, but everybody like comes and goes, comes and goes, comes and goes. But I would say those three people right there, solid, some junk. What are you most proud of to date in business? Uh, how far I came and definitely getting people from seeing me from a social media influencer, influencer to a artist. And that is what I'm definitely most proud of. And I'm not ashamed of it. It, it, it must be very inspiring where, and I use your example of fans who followed you years ago versus fans today, that today fans are following you because of the music. So it, they're seeing something that you want them to see, and maybe they don't even know right. that you were an influencer. Maybe they don't even know that you were, you know, social media. That must be a powerful thing. Hell yeah. Yeah. It makes me feel good. Like, and this is exactly goes back to me challenging my own self because at the end of the day, it's like seeing the work and the effort that you put in actually come to light and actually start to shift. It's like, it feels good. It feels like, you know? It's but. something else. I remember uh, interviewing Tyrese and he's like, you'd be shocked how many people don't realize I started out as a musician. Everybody knows me as an actor. I was, mm. a, I was a musician. That's what I was. I was an artist. I, so, would you go back? Uh, I feel like it's just a part of my life. Yeah. If I have a picture and I look sexy or I'm in a bikini or something like that, people are going to say, well, oh, yeah, she's being, you know, Chinese kitty, a fine bitch or whatever. But same time, same token, that's in us all. If you look at every female artist, every girl is on here looking pretty, doing their thing, like, it, you know. So it's just a part of my life. So if you had to pick, because I'm so business focused, a business that you'd want to start that you think you'd be good at, not in the lane you're in now, what would it be? Definitely like uh, the beauty industry, something, for sure. Something in beauty and fashion? Absolutely. Absolutely. What's next for Kitty? What's next for Kitty? Ooh, I'm just going to be dropping a shitload of music and um, maybe an album at the end of the year. And um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like people are just going to be seeing way more of me. And I'm on a I don't give a fuck attitude right now. So how does one because I would love to, I'm still learning, even though I look this old. How does one have, I don't give a fuck attitude? How do you get to that place? Because after being told no so much and saying fuck the ops and fuck the odds, you literally go after what you want. And I don't care who doesn't like it. I don't care who doesn't like my pictures. I don't care who doesn't like my music. 
I don't care who doesn't like the old Chinese K, who likes the new one, who likes the new one, don't like the old one. I'm doing me. And either you're going to like it or you're going to love it because I'm pushing through regardless. And that's just it. When did that, when did that, cheers, cheers. When did that Chinese kitty come out? She started, I would say last year when I realized that people viewed me as, I would say like I was in a situation where I didn't really value myself mm. and I was around a person that basically tried to clout grab off of me and it mentally fucked me up. But then it made me realize that I'm way more valuable than I think that I am. Mm. You know what I mean? And now that I'm confident in that, I don't care anymore of who doesn't like this or doesn't like that. I'm just living me because regardless if I make a mistake or I don't, I'm still going to be Chinese kitty at the end of the day. And I'm just, I'm there with it. I'm just there. I love it. It's a hard thing to get to. You you know that. You, you, you've you lived it. It's a hard place to get to. People fight their whole lives to have that kind of attitude. Yes. Usually that attitude comes when you're really old because there's nothing to there. There's nothing anybody can do to you, you know? You've retired, you're done, you can say anything you want. No, it's true. I feel like I'm on my Kanye shit now. It's like, whatever. It doesn't, say what doesn't matter. It does not matter at all. Well, I think that's good advice for your son. How's that? I think that's good advice. Chinese Kitty, I love talking to you. You're inspiring. Um, you, you ended for me on a real high note because that to me is something I think everybody should try to live to. It's hard, though. It's hard to give that I give a fuck attitude. It's a very difficult thing. Yeah. Um, but but like you said, it's finding confidence in yourself. And once you find that confidence, boy, that's a powerful Look tool. It. That's so powerful. Yep. 100%. Anything you want to shout out? Anything you're excited about besides the single coming out, boy, oh, boy? Uh. No, I would just say stay tuned because I'm dropping August 18th, you guys, and make sure you please stream my new song, and yeah. Chinese Kitty, anything we can do for you, please ask. If you get down to Atlanta, come see our space. You can come record music there. We got our own studio. Um, anything I can do, our team is 100% behind you. You've been with us a long time, which is awesome. We've seen you grow, and we're, we'll still we'll be fans today, tomorrow, and forever, all right? Shout out to all the people that really support me, fuck with me, fuck with my music, stream stream my music, and just as a part of my whole growing process campaign. And shout out to Vion. Vion, baby. Shout out. There you go. And everybody out there take a shot for your motherfucking self, and that's it. There you go. Cheers, everybody. Thank you, Kitty. Thank you, everybody. Have fun. We're out.